to another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. Now, finally, we've been holding off on, you know, commenting on this, but let's fucking get into it. Let's talk about, we were going to focus on Eternals, but first, we're going to have to do some fucking in the news. In the news. First. Oh, yeah, we got some news. It's been a minute since we had some news. It's nice to have some news. Fucking Disney Day. A bunch of fucking images on Instagram dropped and shit. I feel like when I opened the app, I was just getting blasted by Marvel. It seemed like a conspiracy. Hell yeah. Everything that everything that was DC was blacked out. Like, we know what happened. <laughs> Skynet. But yeah, fucking... We got some great trailers from Hawkeye. Some crazy shit from Moon Knight. And She-Hulk, which was a big surprise. I had forgotten they were making that shit. And then a bunch of cool logos for everything else. Yes, hell yeah. And obviously, as always, welcome back, everybody. Uh, uh, joining us is Miguel. You know, we're fucking on the Legion on Zoom with Chez, Rod. What up, what up? Fucking gang is here. So talk, talk about fucking the Disney Plus day, which is, I'm confused because is this, we should have looked into this, but like, is this different from the Disney Investors Day or is this now? Because they haven't done a Disney Plus day, well, this before, right? Like, it's- yeah, this is something new, which is cool. And Chez, I'm sure you're happy because unlike DC, that took like eight hours to show us like five clips. Marvel yeah. did it in about 15 minutes. Exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't as much content, but it's still a lot of cool shit. And it's streaming on Disney Plus and probably YouTube where mm-hmm. you can also find us. Yes. Facts. Go on YouTube and check out Rod do awesome finger guns when they said his name, because I'm sure, pretty sure that didn't come across in the audio. There you go. That's what I'm talking With sound about. effects. Nice. Exactly. We, appre- we appreciate all of you following, listening to us on the podcast. But yes, go check us out on YouTube and also give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at just Legion on Zoom. It's our name. And you can join our community there and interact as we all fucking share. As, as, as Chess said today, basically everything DC was blacked out. And even fucking Back. thank God the fucking Spider-Man No Way Home tra- uh, uh, recently. I don't know if you guys saw anything. I regrettably did. There's there was a massive fucking spoiler leaked uh, uh, this week, and I did so well avoiding it until some fucking random account ended up sharing it. Yeah, angered me. Fucking, I obviously unfollowed them and everything. And it's it's, Damn. it's because it's a fucking <laughs> huge spoiler, man. And not everybody has your superpower, Chez, where you cannot be spoiled because everyone else is a bitch. That's nah, why I'm on the opposite end. I hate, I loathe spoilers, bro. Hate them. Yo, Stop like, admitting to being weak. Like that. <laughs> no spoilers. I, like, I kind of want to know, but I don't want to know. Yo, being I don't spoiled repeatedly builds character. Imagine the amount <laughs> of spoilers I've consumed. And then it's I can crazy. imagine, then you're mad, like bored at the movies. You're like, yeah, whatever. I'm not emo- you know, excited about any of these shocks, twists and turns. You're like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. I don't care. Whatever. Exactly. I mean, but in the end, does, does any of it matter, though? So. Yes, it does. Because yes, we all does. know the big ending. It all goes black at the end. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but let's start with Hawkeye. Yes. <laughs> That shit was amazing. Like, I'm glad that, like, all these shows are getting made so late in the game, kind of, so to speak. You know, like, when it comes to Disney, because they have such a big budget to put all this money behind it. You know what I mean? It's like, 
Iron Man 1 was such a big gamble. And then just seeing so many projects just straight up eating up the money that that paid off exponentially over time is great. Yeah, the, the highest grossing film franchise of all time. Naturally. Yo, is it what? What's a word beyond like a franchise? That shit is like a like a fucking cinematic biome. That's some new shit. <laughs> or a cinematic universe? Maybe that might be the most appropriate. This also that. This also that. Because legit, I think. Th- come on, the MCU has been the only real, authentic cinematic universe that they pulled it off. You know, like that to that degree. Because what seeing- about the Fast and the Furious? What are you talking about? Fa- yo, yo! If there's any <laughs> universe Wars, no. that has a fuck ton of cohesion, it's the Fast and the Furious franchise. Well, I, I beg to differ though, because they barely had one spinoff movie. So imagine if, if it's only true. been Avengers or only Iron Man. No, but they've had spinoff movies, spinoff shows. And you Shout bring up a good you you bring up a good point with Star Wars because Star Wars at least is starting kind of now it's it's had a uh, spinoff books comic books uh, uh but now at least you know with the with the Clone Wars cartoons you know and then it, it came back and then we have the Mandalorian and and now it's starting to really branch off and with like Rogue One was really the first separate Star Wars Facts. movie and that shit got rave reviews yeah and now fantastic. we got the book of Boba Fett. And the Mandalorian season two, three. I, oh yeah, three. Look at that. And the yeah. Obi Wan show. I'm yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Now it's expanding. There's like a small corner of the Star Wars universe that, for some reason, like I really care about. Like I know there's people who care about like the grander scheme, but I love like the core story. There's like all the other shows. For example, I'll say it. I've never seen all of um, what's this shit called? Uh. I got the ill brain fart. Rogue One. I've never seen all of Rogue One. I've seen parts and pieces, but I know how it connects to the story. But like the shit, like I am such a Darth Vader fucking sympathizer after doing my first official watch through that. I love the fact that they're digging deeper into like the core mythos of that shit. But that's definitely that's definitely one of the more damn. Is that beyond the the MCU generation? That's like your introduction yeah, to facts, Star Wars, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I finally did one who watched through in order, though, not release date. I went from one to seven, and yeah. I'm a Darth Vader fan. Anakin, yes, fucking, I mean, one of the greatest fictional characters ever created. And actually, so bringing it back to Disney yeah. Plus, they at, at least they did give us a look into the Obi Wan Kenobi show, and it was just basically Owen McGregor talking about and then they had some stills you know what they're doing and that he's gonna fight Darth Vader again or something and so that's that's gonna be cool because so Anakin you know Christian Haydenson's coming back for the for that but back to the Marvel ones the comic book fucking ones right we were talking about Hawkeye and at least for Hawkeye we already got a big trailer before but now this time they gave us a full-on action scene that, honestly it hyped me it hyped me up I'm like this is going to be hopefully that's not the only fun thing of the show right I doubt it because we've seen the trailer a lot of different scenes but it was fucking cool just seeing fucking uh Clint and and Kate Bishop kicking ass fucking car chase and even the way they filmed it right because it seemed to make it seem like it's a, a like almost like a one camera one shot kind of thing that the camera's in the back seat and kind of moving with them which made it exciting 
Now, is Kate Bishop like the same daughter that got snapped out of the Marvel movies, or is this some like other illegitimate kid? No, there's a little background on Kate Bishop. Oh, they're not related at all. They're not related. I thought it was like his daughter or some shit. Nah, 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 whatever. So Kate Bishop in the comic books, you know, came out in the Young Avengers book, and she's yeah. basically like a socialite or something. Like, you know, like she's from a rich family and and had, you know, because obviously, right, because you have to be rich to get like arrow lessons, right? The archery okay. lessons, yeah. right? Like, come archery. on. Archery. <laughs> shit. Like, come on. You guys at a chess growing up in the Bronx, you'd have nah. archery lessons. Though. Not much. It's <laughs> And so because exactly because these are also people that live in New York, you know, like Kate Bishop grew up in New York. So come on, like who's fucking doing? I don't even know where you would go for archery lessons in New York City, but I don't even like is that even legal? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 But so the point is, is that and then Kate Bishop kind of just because of random circumstances uh, of uh, joins the Young Avengers. I don't remember all the details. I think she was friends with Cassie Lang, I think who's the daughter yeah. of, of, you know, uh, Ant-Man, Scott Lang. She joins the Young Avengers, stuff like that. And then that's the story. So it seems like from what we've seen in the show, it, like she says that she puts on the Ronin costume and then she tries yeah. to fight crime. So it sounds like it's the same kind of idea that she's like independent, trying to do her own thing and then ends up connecting with Hawkeye and Hawkeye training her. Why is she fighting crime? What, like, what's her why? Because <laughs> she's bored, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> That's crazy, because, you know, like fucking like Clint Barton <laughs> is one of the Marvel characters who, who has a bit more of a like a mysterious origin. All we know is that he was a trained agent by S.H.I.E.L.D. Is he kind of like an American version of like a Black Widow? But no, 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 no. It's not. What do you mean mysterious? So Hawkeye used to be a criminal and he he was also like worked in the circus or something. So he was like. An archery person don't know that in in that. And then he was a villain uh, uh, at first. And then he kind of like then I think he was a villain first. Well, aha, either or his backstory was that he was a criminal and then he reformed. Or I don't know if we saw that happening actually in the comic books. I don't know that much about him like that might be part of the show. Yeah, but yeah, that's... They, they need to dive into that shit. Nobody really knows. Nobody knew. Yeah. And <laughs> within the context of the MCU, the people that became like MCU fans from Iron Man forward don't know shit about like Hawkeye and know even less about Ronan. And that shit was almost like a comic book event. And actually with that, f- f- funny things with with the 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 Hawkeye history, too. So I don't know if you guys noticed in the scene that he's deaf, right? Hawkeye. Yeah, there's a scene in the car when when uh, uh, he's telling Kate, like you drive and Kate's like arguing back and he's like, I can't I can't hear you. You drive. And so a lot of the scenes taken from at least that part and some of the things we've seen in the trailer is from the amazing fucking Matt Fraction, uh, David Aja uh, uh, run. And so he's deaf in that book. And because of fucking social media and shit, apparently, I guess I found out that that he's been deaf before or something and people some like of the deaf community i guess if you're you know or you wouldn't be listening but if you're watching with something wait so the point is apparently haka used to be deaf in the comic books in the comic books uh. he used to be deaf before i read about this i don't remember how it happened i think he Damn. got injured and he became deaf and then he was deaf for like a good chunk of time and then I think when the whole um, he needs to uh, partner with Daredevil and shit or with Echo, because Echo's a, a, a death, actually. So so we're going to have like a rabbit hole. You went down while you were taking the shit. 
like <laughs> like was Hawkeye deaf? Like he just went down a whole rabbit oh, hole. Oh yeah, Wikipedia. but because apparently in Avengers disassembled when no. Uh-huh. And then House of M happens. He dies. Scarlet Witch kills him. And then he comes back to life after that, after House of M. He comes back with his hearing at that point. So then apparently he st- then had hearing again. So because that's kind of when I started really reading Hawkeye, I'm like, what do you mean he was fucking deaf? I'm like, I've never read him deaf. Like he's because then yeah. in the fraction run, he loses his hearing again. Um and and so it's it's like something like that. It's, it's just so yes, we need more clarity on Hawkeye because we don't know much. So hopefully the show does it. Yeah, yeah, word. Damn. When I was watching that, like I, for some reason, I got the vibe that they were like related some reason because I had no idea what uh, Kate Bishop's origin was. And I was like, oh, that's kind of refreshing to see like a relationship like where it seems he's not like a apprehensive mentor. He seems like to like embrace it kind of. So I was like, yeah, that's nice. But still, like, I'm surprised that it seems like he still embraces the partnership. For Like, it seems like he would be the kind of dude, especially after the death of Natasha, he wouldn't want a partner, wouldn't want to train anybody or anything like that. But he seemed to be completely involved unless it's just the situation that they're involved in that happens to be like, there's no choice. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I think I think they do. They do have that kind of a relationship and Hawkeye takes her under his wing. And so but yeah, the trailer was that that scene was fucking cool, was fucking action packed. And I cannot wait that and it actually drops next week. No, no. Or in, in two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, 10, yeah, yeah, like 12 days. 12 Yo, days. Quick question. Just off of that trailer. Since we're going to get a whole season one, do you guys think that the arrow shit is going to be more epic here or in, in arrow? I would say here, but you guys tell me because I never watched Arrow, really. I tried watching first season. I didn't like it. And then I stopped. Oh, damn. See, that arguably the best season, I feel yeah, like. That show was, like the first three seasons were mad dark. Yo, he was catching bodies. <laughs> and, like, yo, every arrow he led off that bow was the murder. Straight up. That shit was crazy. Why do you think, like... He's so like hated in the city, kind of, until he becomes a hero. Like he's known for just killing mad henchmen, straight up Damn. killing them. Yeah, this is crazy. But but yeah, I'm expecting a lot more trick shots because I think Arrow, he was epic, but they were more practical. This is gonna be like they're gonna be doing mad ricochet shots, fucking mad crazy shit. But I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, like Same. that last one, right? With them, you know, jumping off a bridge and then yeah. hanging off of the trick shot arrow and then landing on top of a subway. Yeah, like just my wild shit. I don't you know. Did we it. see that on arrow? Come on now. I mean, like, yeah, he, yo, it had its moments, but they try to ground them a little bit. You can tell. Like, I don't think he ever pulled out a boxing glove. <laughs> and, also, and also, you can't compare CW budget with Disney budget. Yeah, like I said, the, the exponential profit and compound <laughs> growth of billions of dollars. Fuck. Not just a bigger budget on Disney side, but twice as many episodes on the CW side. So, you know, the season will run like 22 episodes and shit. That's spread that cake. That's kind of one of the downsides of that. But they started changing it up a little bit with Stargirl and Superman and Lois. I think they're putting more money into each episode. As they should. I I hope it's a trend. I saw some of that, too, in Black Lightning. That's like Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, like less fillers and shit. More like hard-hitting episodes. Yeah, word. (laughs) Honestly, right? Like, give us less episodes if it means high fucking quality episodes, man. 
50 million dollars an episode like that straight up fucking all to Stefan Amell straight up yo he's the man yo shout out shout out indeed he did an American Ninja course I should have on YouTube go check it out was epic um yo I'm smelling the resurgence of violent shit also known as um the fucking Daredevil Netflix verse in the shadow of the Moon Knight trailer. I think they're going to get really fucking dark in that shit. Because right off the bat, with that bathroom scene, they pulled that shit right out of Daredevil. Or am I, like, am I lying? I nah. remember that. That's the same exact shit in Daredevil. Yo. So I think that was like a dog whistle to, like, all those people who enjoy dark, violent shit. They're going to do it. Like, they're going to go there. And Oscar Isaac is intense and handsome and fucking like smoldering enough to do it. Yes, he is, is he like a British or some shit. No, Oscar Isaac is American. He's American. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He strikes me as foreign and exotic. He's exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Isaac is exotic as yeah. fuck. And I think he's actually like born and raised in New York City. Oh actually. shit! Shout okay. out. But he is okay, like where his parents. Oh, from? his parents are. Oh, he. Oh no, my bad. My bad. He's he was actually born in Guatemala. Ah, yo, right, you see the hardship in his soul. So <laughs> apparently, his his nationality is both Cuban and American. So I guess uh, one of his parents or both might be Cuban, and but he was born, uh, in 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 Guatemala. Yeah, yo, when when he stares at you, you see the inner conflict between communism and capitalism. <laughs> It's not much of a conflict anymore. <laughs> Shit. Facts. Yo. Damn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> deep. Man. Yeah, fucking... We got. I, um, I, I want to. Yo, I wait, wait, wait. Real quick. Wait, wait, speaking wait, wait, of communism. <laughs> real quick. I just saw Rocky v. Drago, which is Rocky IV, the ultimate edition, just came out. Yeah. And it's funny watching that shit in a time capsule. That's when it was like the USSR and shit. And it was America against Russia. Anyway. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, he was the USSR. <laughs> Yo. Yes. Yo, wait, wait, wait. Quick Drago. Who was all more for Russia? Drago or Zangi? <laughs> I think you're going to say um, Drago or the fucking, the dude from Black Widow, Red. Oh, the Red Patriot? Was oh, it? Red Patriot? Like, right? Is it Red Patriot? No. Red Guardian. Red Guardian, Guardian. yes. Red Guardian. Red Guardian. <laughs> No, no, because I think that, no, 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 because I think that like he was forced in that position, like that's why they had him locked up. But these two characters took pride in Mother Russia, like like on some next shit. Drake mm-hmm. or Zangief? I go Zangief on the low. I have to go Zangief, dude. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up and he wrestled bears. Man, wait, wait, what are you talking about? Oscar Isaac is beautiful. Moon Knight is awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah fucking yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. like. We got some glimpses of his costume, and it seemed pretty close to that um fake image that was circling on the interwebs. Right. Like, the few shots that we got, it still kind of looks like Ragman from DC on the low, which I think is where they pulled his look from. Because in the comics, he has like a sleek bodysuit, which I would have enjoyed. But still, it looked pretty dope. Yo. I can't wait. Yeah, and and then actually, Moon Knight's had had has had a little bit of different looks throughout the the his run. Also, depending really? on the persona that he's in, he is because because mm. then sometimes he has this who's Mister Knight, and he's basically Moon Knight in a dope ass white suit and just like a fitted mask and looks 
epic too like that and so i'm curious to see how much we'll get to see that versus the brawler classic moon knight look and uh i think we might get both with a cape Mm -hmm. i think we might get both because they do the whole mr knight thing in the new moon knight book that's out now oh yes exactly you're right you're right you're right yeah Yeah. like he's like super distinguished and shit sometimes yeah but i i i loved that just it was fucking like a yeah. couple of seconds or whatever it was a teaser but i fucking loved it and it was and, intense and then seeing you know uh, that second voice that you know because we hear we hear oscar isaac in in an accent uh, uh which, shoe. which i'm trying to remember if mark specter who is moon knight if he's i don't remember what nation i thought he was american i but thought he was I, british no mark specter that seems like a british name on the low I, I know, know he's. I know about, he's, Jewish. He's, he's Jewish. Yeah, he's ah, Jewish. Ah, yes. So ah, it's from Israel. Well, I mean, if Oscar Isaac wants to play him with an accent, nope. I'm with it. All right. So actually, Mark Spector was born in Chicago, Illinois, and he's Jewish American ah. uh, descent. Yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, and but yeah, but he was a mercenary, and but and he died in Egypt. Uh, you know, because that's the story. He dies under the fucking statue of Konshu and then yeah. trying to do good. And then and then Konshu brings him back to life and, and all that. And I, I, I got that fucking Daredevil vibe and I'm fucking all for this. Facts, facts. And then what else did we get? Uh, but I want to I want to know what Rod thought, because right yeah. before we started, like Rod was talking shit that you like this was you don't have to see it. Chaz. It was stupid. There's nothing there. It was dope, Rod. Why did I you mean hate? it's just a few seconds? I, I I couldn't be more excited for Moon Knight to come out, but like the whole show is about seven minutes, and like you know, it's just a lot of fanfare. It, it, you do get like some decent. You get one like very far away shot of Moon Knight leaping from one building to another. You know, I guess if you're very hardcore, that's awesome. But yes. I'm ready for a, a fucking trailer. We don't even have a release date yet. Just. That it's right. going to come out in 2022. Yeah, but like we'll probably get a trailer within like the next three to six months or so. Most likely. Yeah. Some epic shit, like a solid three to five minutes of footage. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and that lines up with the next, you know, little bit of footage that we got was from She-Hulk that they teased straight up She-Hulk, right? Like they never yeah. showed us fully She-Hulk. They showed us at least her, like her legs, part of her body. But we didn't, but we did get to see, you know, Jennifer Walters played by, uh, not I don't remember her name of the actress, but she's... I don't know, but she looked like mm-hmm. kind of like Shakira, like early Shakira, though. <laughs> what? Damn, it's high yeah. praise. Yeah, she she's pretty. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, Tatiana Maslani. That's that's yeah. who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw her in Orphan Black. Hi, a great fucking show, sci-fi show that it was on some Canada. I think I saw it on Amazon Prime, maybe. I don't even remember now. The last time I saw her was on Parks and Rec um, playing a doctor. Right. And a season Zari had a crush on her. And I've never seen her since. Glad to know she's been working and she didn't just like fade into like obscurity or not. Like she's making bread now. Good shit. But yeah, like it looked interesting, but they could have definitely given us more. Like I felt kind of cheated on that one. There was here's mad irrelevant footage like that you don't really care about. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm excited for it. Like Disney, they haven't been sucking. So I'm I'm definitely all in on that one too. The one trailer that I was questioning, which I found that shit was useless. Miss Marvel. They didn't give us anything. They showed us who's playing Miss Marvel. 
um, which is the actress, her name. She's a young actress. Yeah. I believe uh, she's Middle Eastern. Milani, Milani, something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then they showed some footage of Brie Olsen, Captain Marvel, doing some stuff. And then that was it. Like, that was super pointless. Wait, Brie, Brie Olsen was in it? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember seeing Brie that. Olsen is a random human in America or in Canada. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. They, they showed, like, the Captain Marvel, like, at herself was in the tree. You know what I mean? Like, not Brie Olsen. You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn, that's my, like, fourth wall break, man. That'd be crazy. But yeah, like, Man Belani is the name of the actress yeah. that's playing, uh, you know, Kamala Khan. Yeah. And mind you, I'm looking forward to seeing that show because I want to see her powers after playing that whack ass Avengers game. Playing as her was like one of the few highlights that game even had. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So actually, like if they would have showed her powers in effect, that would have been cool. But we got nothing. But and, and then after that, it was just a bunch of logos. Yeah, the one thing I'll say about the Miss Marvel one and the She-Hulk one, like I liked them both and they did get me excited about it a little bit more than I was before. Because before I was more lukewarm about it, like, yeah, sure, I'm going to watch it. But now I'm a little bit more excited. I, I get with She-Hulk why they don't give us more because I feel like they're barely doing it right now. And so instead of giving us a yeah. crappy CGI version of She-Hulk, it's like, nah, 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 save it till you have actually really done it well. And I forget that. And with Miss Marvel, actually, we were mentioning Stargirl and we we just reviewed Stargirl and it's dropping soon or something. Uh, um, I liked it because I felt a little bit of like Stargirl vibes of like the teen yeah, kind of hero. You read my fucking mind. Oh, right. And, and like, and I, I don't know why I immediately liked Iman Bellani. Like, I, I like, I don't know. I liked her. I was like, she seems cool. I'm like, I want to see what oh, she yeah, does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, definitely like like a great cast, but like I wanted to see at least one slight preview of her powers considering that they require mad CGI. What, what is it like um polymorphing or some shit like that um i think that's legit what it's called it would have been epic to see it but yeah disney day just like rod mentioned it was not a hostage situation <laughs> we got way less stuff but they were considered of people's time now they're just letting it soak yeah, into word, the ether as people rewatch it you see what i'm saying like it was right it to the sense. point <laughs> And we also had a lot of uh, new animated series. You know, we've only yeah, had one so far, which is What If Season 1, which is confirmed for Season 2. And then we also got X-Men 97. Ooh. I don't know if that's the legitimate. Oh, yes. Look at the Jim Lee artwork on that lovely T-shirt. Yes. Yeah. Go um, check us out on YouTube. They've like delivered us like superhero shit and we've like had our fill, but we want more like the uh, gluttonous Americans that we are. But now they're attaching like a side of nostalgia to it. Like, oh, Batman 89. Oh, wait, wait, X-Men 97. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a kid again. You know, the, the industry has this hook, line and sinker, man. I do appreciate that, though, because that means that if they're reaching that far back, there's only so far back they could go before there's nowhere to go and then they have to make original shit so it's this crazy sick cycle because come on all that shit it, that's super lazy people could just rewatch like exit like the old x-men series you know what i mean they could just create a new x-men series you know but to bring that one back is like you understand the value of nostalgia and you're also being lazy about it. Yo, and but eventually that. there's not gonna be enough shit so I thought it was brilliant to announce it with the meme of, of Wolverine oh, with the that was the, Yeah, that was clever. That, that's that like clever. the magic of the internet. Yo, whoever made that meme, I hope he's known. Because that shit just swept <laughs> the internet when it came out. And now fucking Marvel is using that shit to promote, to do like a memeception and promote their own shit. Facts. 
Anyway, I, now, I feel like it's probably tragic. I feel like the person that created that meme is in some bar right now, you know, seeing is like, you know, I made that, you know, and they're like, shut yeah, the fuck right. up, Randy. You the fuck you talking about? Exactly. Just, he's like drunk and throwing a beer. Like, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> that meme. I made it. That was the first one, but whatever. But yeah, and you that know, was fucking dope. Like, and just to see the X Men '97, and like they showed us at least the team, which is pretty much the team from the original X Men animated show. And but to what you were saying, Chess, I do, I will say at least they have made other X Men shows. You know, we had X Men Evolution, and we oh, had yeah, yeah. X- Wolverine and the X Men, which I do think both that's of the, the shows one. were fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But especially Wolverine and the X Men, I think that's the Word. one I would love to see a season two. You see but, what I'm saying? They could have done that. They, they could have done that. <laughs> that would have been way less lazy. <laughs> shit, maybe, hey, maybe they might, man. You never know. Like it, No, 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 no. Because when they were not doing that, they were making X-Men 97. <laughs> Instead of doing with, with that. So and, and actually, like doing that. For, for on Disney Plus, do we have those other X? Because we have X-Men 97, like the original one. So, on the, yeah, that's well, what that, I'm saying. It? It's out there. It's out, yeah, well, it's X-Men on Disney, if I'm not mistaken. 92, right? Series. Not 97, right? Like, well, I mean, wait, no, no, no. The no, animated no, no, show was no, 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 like from Fox. Uh-huh. Oh, that yeah, was, yeah, no, I'm saying that, 97. No, that came out in 1992. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Really? But, yeah, the, but that, for whatever reason, this next one is going to be X-Men 97. Like, did the show end in 97, or was that? Was I that, think I mean, it went so. went four seasons, I yeah, think. Yeah, I right? think so. Four? That's what I'm saying. Like, well, from there, like, like, is it picking up where the show left off story-wise? Mm. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Probably, yeah. 90s. Because actually, yeah, it's the, the show ran from October 31st, 1992, all the way to September 20th, 1997. Yo, so, we just fucking cracked the code live. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Fuck. Feige came fool the, us. Yo, it's like there's Dan Brown and then there's us. <laughs> Fuck out of here. This is why you listen to us for us to give you Fuck. this information, people out there. You are welcome. <laughs> Word, yo, we just fucking cracked some Vatican level shit. <laughs> yo, so I, I'm stoked for that. I haven't rewatched that series in forever. We word. must now. You know, yeah, you know do a I treatment hope? on that shit. Dude, I'm hoping, word, I'm hoping they don't fuck up the intro with some shitty remake. Just mad dubstep. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> yo, from fucking wailing guitars and fuck, yo, are you, yo, that shit was, that shit was in the 80s. Well, mind you, it was in the 90s, but like people, you could tell that the people that made that shit, they grew up listening to mad, crazy shredding. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Mad hair metal. Exactly. Like, also, if, if you're a big fan up. of that intro, they made a Japanese version because they also oh, aired this series over in Japan yeah, and they yeah. had their own intro, which is even more Japan anime awesome. <laughs> Damn! Yeah. I'm going re- to that, that out. shit. Check that That's out. crazy. That's fucking crazy. Was there anything else that was pretty good? The last announcement that they had, which is something I had no idea, is that they're giving us a new Spider-Man uh, uh, animated ah. show. But what's different, because we've already had a bunch, you know, and we had recently from Disney some pretty good ones, very kid-oriented ones. What's different is this is set in the MCU, and it's supposed to be, uh, it's like Spider-Man freshman year. So it's about, like his start as spider-man which makes sense right because we saw him pretty much when iron man gives him the suit right it's just like he's been spider-man before that and so that'll that'll be cool to watch Hmm. i'm down for a cartoon of that yeah like i wouldn't want that like i feel like we've gotten spider-man's origin so like how many times does uncle ben have to die 
like all the fuck. times. All oh the yeah, time. and since like I assume Disney has the rights to animated Spider-Man characters, I don't know. But it's all the like, same, I think. At the, oh, I see what you're saying. Because like, okay. what, what what will they show in this freshman year? Like, who 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 can they show from Word, like the who's backlog out this of villains? Yeah. yeah, that that, that they like, won't. Then again, or or may or may not integrate later on into the live action shit. I don't know. It's all or, complicated with yeah, fucking yeah, Spider Man. I have, I have, all right, tinfoil hat moment right now before we dive into. So, oh, yeah, if you've been listening to us so far, I don't know if we meant because we're going to get into the Eternals review. That's our main thing. But tinfoil hat about that, just because I wanted to say, because are you guys have seen like, was that Morbius trader, right? You know, that. Oh, that shit was, that shit was dope. But where in the Morbius trader, they apparently, you know, give us hints to basically all three Spider Man anim- uh, live action universes there's a photo of toby mcguire's spider-man they have the daily bugle stuff from i think that sam raimi universe we see uh a freaking uh, michael keaton's vulture in it so that's tom holland and then there's that acknowledgement of venom right too because morbius makes that joke saying like you know i'm venom and and then there's something oh and they have the oscorp building that's we saw in the uh, andrew garfield uh, uh universe oh, shit I didn't so know any of yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you went hard <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> I'm not done yet. I was admiring Jared Leto. (laughs) But what I'm thinking that's going to happen, because people are like, wait, what what fucking universe is this set? I'm thinking that because these movies happen after Spider-Man No Way Home and uh, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I think we're going to get some kind of Secret Wars kind of shit where the multiverse is going to kind of combine itself into one new earth kind of, or like crisis of infinite earth kind of thing where now those three universes are going to be one same earth. And, you know, all the Spider-Men are going to be combined into Tom Holland or something like that. I don't know. Cause I feel that's hmm. how they're going to make it sense that it's all the same, you know, damn, I don't, I don't know because the secret wars would have to be within the MC within the confines of the MCU. Right. Cause like this is like Sony's shit. Oh, so but- like what? So, so would would Marvel use Multiverse of Madness as a platform to fix Sony's convoluted Spider-Man shit? Like- I think so because it seems like an opportunity. All right, because so can we talk about? Because do you guys know the after credit scene for Venom? Let there be carnage. I haven't seen either movie yet. Wait, 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 fuck. Yeah, because I didn't see the movie. I didn't see the movie because I've heard it's trash. I hated the first movie. I don't give a fuck. But apparently the after credit scene was the best thing. So I didn't give a fuck. I Googled it. I saw the after credit scene. Oh, word. And it has nothing to do with the fucking movie itself. It's just the after credit scene. All right, go for it. Fuck it. I go for it. All right, so we're going to drop a spoiler alert right (laughs) fucking now if you haven't seen it. Spoiler alert. The big fucking after credit scene is that we see Eddie Brock as Venom in some hotel room or something watching the news and the news that he's seeing is Tom Holland, Tom Holland being getting outed. Yeah. And then something oh. like the, the, the symbiote says something like, oh, he looks tasty or something. And then so what? They're in the same fucking universe confirmed? Yo, that's crazy. I don't even know how the fuck they're gonna connect all that shit. Like, yo, like it's too crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's too crazy to speculate. Like, his we, fault. We, we, facts. We legit no, no. have to wait for those. No, 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 no. Let's speculate. Let's speculate wait. now. Exactly. Let's Wild. transport ourselves. <laughs> like that sense context and shit. Which now we no longer have to speculate talking about crazy shit. We fucking saw Eternals, and. 
I enjoyed it a lot. It was a fucking wild ass ride. That shit was dope. I loved a lot of things about it. There were some things I didn't enjoy, but everyone can agree that Salma Hayek is fucking hot. Oh, dude, it's Salma Hayek. She has always been fucking hot, beautiful, amazing. I am very proud as a Mexican. She is es un regalo para Yo, nuestra guys, fucking pa thank you. Pa país. Yo, I like how you went like this when you said it. Facts, like he, yo, I think you. Facts. I think I'm about like I feel it, but like sure that that, that's because of the boobies. Yeah, Yeah. bro, I thank you and your Aztec or is it Mayan ancestors? I'm not sure which ones were where. It's both. It's both actually. But okay, yeah. So more, more depends. Probably more Aztec, which was, but you know, it depends. It depends. But yeah, facts. Like, yo, (laughs) she was amazing. But anyway. The movie was fucking crazy. Yo, the cosmic shit that they took time to explain in that movie when it came to the celestial, what's his name? Um, Arisham. Like, like, it sounded like religious to an extent. You know what I mean? Like, the way they've been throughout time. I mean, shit. Miguel, you're like the resident Marvel stand. Enlighten us on the enlightened ones. <laughs> right. Because So for, for this, for so... We'll, we'll get into the details of the movie and we have our thoughts on the movie, right? But, like, I think overall, right, because the, the Eternals... I hated it. Like, fucking, yeah, Rod hated Eternals. Like, he just wasn't for it, right? Yeah, it's just out of now. Uh, it's in the bottom three MCU movies. <laughs> with, with Captain Marvel, which I think was more satisfying than this. And nah. then Thor The Dark World, which I didn't hate as much as people allegedly hated it. But, yeah, it, the movies are so great that... Just something has to be the worst of, of them. Right. It has to be those three. For, for me, I actually don't know. And I kind of want to watch it again because I feel like after we walked out of the movies and we, well, all right, let's be honest, right? It's actually, I do like in the movie theater, I got bored. It, like there was a part of the, it, it had a little bit of a slow start and kind of slow middle. And then at the end, it was great. But I will say it's complicated to try to tell the eternal story. You know, like how do you yeah. fucking... Because even in the books themselves, it's a very fucking complicated history. And now, like, here, you know, Chloe Shao is trying to do it all in, like, what, Mad two concise. hours? <laughs> you know, Mad concise. While trying to, at the same time, connect it to the fucking over a decade worth of MCU, right? Films, like, it, it's, it's, uh, I say, given all those obstacles, good job. Good job. Like, Max. not, not, not. not too bad because at least they explained the Eternals uh, uh, in a good in a way and it was didn't wasn't that different from the book right because so in the movie we have the Eternals are created by the Celestials what's different here is that the Celestials in the MCU seems to be like they're um, focused on creating new Celestials right and so they they plant Celestial like eggs or something on planets yeah, like, host, like seeds and shit what was it like a yeah, celestial like a, seeds inside of host planets? Exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then at first they made the deviants to try to, I guess, I don't remember exactly why, but then it's like the deviants to destroy killing. the apex predator. Yes. To become, so you, yeah. No, no, no. That's it. That was it. <laughs> so, so like basically okay, so, they, they cleanse yeah. the planet of, of the planet's apex predator. And this is one of the opening scenes with uh, Cersei. She's describing this. Yeah. Yes, because um, so supposedly the they're like fucking creatures, right. like lizard esque. 
right? And because we don't know, because at you know, th- th- there's the reveal in the middle. Obviously, we already gave a spoiler alert earlier. Spoiler <laughs> here if you haven't seen the movie, um, because they reveal in the middle that you know what the the, the celestial, I mean, what the eternal thought was their mission was not really it, right? They they thought they were there to protect humans just for the sake of protecting the earth and kind of just letting it grow and get rid of the deviants. But we're not, when we find out actually, right, it's apparently human life is what eventually feeds the fucking uh, a celestial seed. So then the earth fucking breaks open like an egg and a celestial comes out, right? And it's like, oh, fuck. And the Eternals have been doing this for like a long time. and Billions and upon billions of years and shit, like millennia, which is crazy because basically it makes a celestial like the ultimate Tamagotchi because <laughs> one's born once every billion years and it cracks a planet open like an egg. That's how big they are. Exactly. Exactly. And and then they use celestial energy to make stars, which make whole solar systems. So while the birth of one celestial might kill like six billion people, they'll create trillions of lives because they'll make mad galaxies. It's crazy. Right. And what's different in the books, the celestials are not so much like gods like because in the mcu i felt they were more like actual godlike right because they're actually Ah. creating universes right after this because of destroying planets in the books which is also complicated generally speaking as it relates to the eternals the the celestials are basically just like scientists and they just fuck fuck shit or they're like god from the old testament like they just fuck shit up (laughs) i don't give a fuck and and so they basically went to earth primordial earth and then basically experimented on humans in a way and then created the deviants just for shits and giggles just to see you know what happens if you just let evolution go crazy and people just like uh because the thing with the deviants is that they are an ever the ever-changing people so they're always just not not one deviant is the same to the other and so they're all just kind of like mutants in a way but like uh, uh, I guess worse or something, and and then you have the Eternals who are the opposite, who are never changing, eternal, uh, with set of powers, and and they're meant to protect. Well, they thought they were meant to protect the Earth from deviants. Eventually, in the comic books, they do find out that's not true, uh, and they were basically there to just let uh, uh humans kind of like be the babysitters of uh-huh, exact because they were experimenting a lot with Earth with letting the earth, you know, develop people with superpowers and that kind of stuff. And so the Eternals were not this big superhero, you know, uh, group that they thought they were. They were more like just like simple caretakers uh, uh, or something like that. When they found out, this has actually happened in Jason Aaron's Avengers room, when the, when the Eternals found out the truth of their nature, they all went nuts and killed each other. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, also, there's a, like what is it? What a mutual deicide? That's very Jason Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Like so, right. in fact, so it's like what the fuck? But then that's yo. The movie did not take that route. Right. Let's let's. I mean, it kind of did. Not not not, not really. Not at all. Actually, it did not take that. No, like, but a little bit, I guess, because you're right, Rod. Because like when they find out the truth, we see the schism begin yeah, between yeah. the Eternals, and then they start to fight each other, and and some of them die. Right. We get Gilgamesh dies. And two deaths, or 
Yeah, it was just one. No, no, no. Let me see. Who else died? Ajax and Ajax. Yeah, Ajax and Gilgamesh. Yeah, we're just talking about some high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only those two. What about Angelina Jolie? Thina. She she lives. No, she lives. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they see her. And I mean, Sprite technically dies. Well, no, she becomes no, a lying. human. Come on. Well, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But her death is down the road. Like, it's, Yo, like, it's, it's like philosophical say- shit. Yeah, Yo, it's exactly. like saying, like, so we're are we dead, dead already. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yo, dude. We start dying from the moment we're born. <laughs> Yo, somebody's listening to us right now. Just put their headphones down and look the way to the horizon. Just like, <laughs> I'm dead already. Like so fucking Bruce Willis shit. <laughs> no, but but you know what I mean. But yeah, um, it was the but in the movie, it took even more of a aside from protecting. It's kind of like they nurtured mankind because there was one scene where Festos, who was probably the inspiration for the god Hephaestus, considering like how old they are, and like his powers, like being able to use cosmic energy tech. He was like a forge before forge in a weird way. Facts. Shout out to Forge. He's a team cyborg. Yeah, exactly. This is a, this is a Justice League like, like Analog. if you got a, a Justice League movie from China, it would be the Eternal. Facts. That's this a like good a knockoff. way. In a good way. That's a good. That's a good way to describe it in a good way. They have a they have a Flash. They have a cyborg. They have a Superman who's uh, played by the guy um, Rob Stark from. They have two fucking Game of Thrones alums in this movie. Oh yeah, let's get into that. But yeah, yeah, so John, um, no, and, and you make a John good point. Yeah, yeah, and you make a good point about the Justice League comparisons. It's like actually doing some research and preparation for this fucking episode, right? Because I've read the Eternals, but not that fucking deeply. It's like in the books, at least in the comic books, basically they all have the same power set. Like they all can fly and have strength and 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 telepathy to some degree, and and the Cersei's power of the uh, material manipulation. Transfiguration, but, but they all have it at different levels, no? Like, so Icarus yeah. is obviously the strongest one. Well, Gilgamesh is might be stronger. I don't know. I'm not sure, but but that's the part that's confusing because at least for the movie, they really made sure that because for I remember that Makari, who here was played uh, 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 by I think Lauren Ristolf, her name, uh, a deaf actress, and you know, so then Makari was deaf. It's a male character in the books, and he is a speedster. But I don't think it's like a big thing. I don't need to remember. But I think that because everybody's fast from the Eternals, you know. So, but here oh, yeah, yeah. they made it very separate. Which, as we've seen, I think Chloe Sang uh, uh, um, has commented that Zack Snyder's uh, uh, work and especially his Superman Man of Steel stuff has influenced how she approached some of the Eternals and especially Icarus. It sounds like. You're onto something, Rod. They basically they yeah. were really trying. You can you can really watch this movie as a what if Marvel did Justice League. Word. Like like they they believe they hail from Olympus, so they have all that mythos behind them, but they're actually just manufactured. There's like an unlimited supply of Eternals. They're manufactured by the Celestials to carry out this mission Word. continuously. One thing I didn't like so much was that in the Vision, because eventually Cersei's kind of like the main character of the movie. Um, one thing I didn't like so much was that when the Celestial schooling her about because she becomes the new head, there's a head, um, the eternal prime, Ajax. eternal, yeah. prime, eternal, yeah. prime eternal. Yeah. So she becomes the prime at some point in the movie, and then like the Celestial like breaks down her actual purpose, and then she sees like a whole line of herself, yeah, like if they're like androids or some shit, 
Yeah, the, apparently yeah, I mean, they they're, they're, they're saying synth- synthetic beings, which made me think like vision kind of thing. But you know, I am way beyond on this. Those, but you like... know what I do love about this movie? No, but what, what I, didn't you like about that though? I, I, I didn't think you. Finished. Oh, oh, it was just that. Okay, so if they're if they're meant to, do, to carry out this activity and on different planets or different iterations of of that that space where Celestial meant uh, creates a new universe, like why do they all look humanoid? Like, wouldn't they be more similar to like the Green Lantern Corps, where they can look like any creature because they have to live amongst? I, I mean, yes and mm, yeah. Yes that's and a no. good. That's a good point. Yes actually. and no, but, but wait, but, but it you know, I, say, I say that as yeah. a negative, but not really, because one thing I, I on the other side of that same point that I really like is that they speak English off the rip, okay, and sign language. Yeah. And they're with humanity, you know, from like the fucking caveman era and shit. Right. And they kind of led the development of civilization. So, okay, this kind of makes sense as to why everybody speaks English, like in the Marvel movies, at least in this confined space, because it all (laughs) it all originates from the sign language of Makari and from the actual verbal language of the Eternals, because they fucking they, they guided humanity Basically. this entire yeah. time I thought that was that's what i was getting at like with festos that like there was that scene where he had the engine super early in humanity and them as a group or was it just icarus and it was like it's too early for that shit they can't handle that now and he was like all right fine just give him the plow it was that's crazy uh-huh. right. right that scene is exactly what you're talking about where like they let humanity in all facets you know what I'm saying? Like, well, and, to, and to a deg- right, and to a degree, to a right? Degree, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because they're 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 instructed to not really interfere. be involved, right? Interfere, but obviously they can't help themselves, and they do interfere to some degree, right? And and because that's what in the movie, right? That's what we see leads to that first schism uh, in in the Eternals, right? At some point, because they're waiting for. Uh, Arishem to come back and take them, you know, because they still just think like, ah, we're just here to protect them from the deviants. And they killed all the deviants. So now what do we do? But when Druig at that point, he's like, fuck it. Like I can stop. Actually, we were talking earlier about Yo, Aztec, I like that dude. That about the Aztecs. So there was right the scene of fucking oh, word. the conquistadores, Hernan Cortez and shit, fucking killing a bunch of Aztecs. Cortez. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> and and Druig's like, he can just stop it. He's like, come on. And and so then they separate from there. Uh, okay, okay. Now, question: As a Mexican, would you have wanted Druid to stop Cortez back then? Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, you might not be a doctor right now, though. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I might be. Effect I might wow. be. Damn. Yo, I might be something more epic. Imagine if these cultures, the Aztec culture, the Mayan culture, were to let the you know, pro, you know, propagate or whatever, and just flourish for. Would have been epic shaman. <laughs> There's a chance you may never have been born without that hey, butterfly that, effect. Hey, I would take that chance just to see hey. that fucking universe. It would be epic. Fuck. Yo, yeah, Cortez. Like, Fuck. Straight up. Yo, I enjoyed that. What's his first name? Is, is that his first or his last name? Hernan. Hernan Cortez. Hernan Cortez. History With the epic helmet. <laughs> Yo, smelling <laughs> terrible. Yo, man, yeah, Fuck. fucking just in killing and raping, like whatever. Nah, bringing man, pigs, good. Yo, bringing yeah, that swine, bringing all the diseases, <laughs> chicken Fuck. pox and everything. Fuck. Yo, Druid, yo, yo, I respect Druid. He got tight and he left. Yeah. And and by the way, when they found him a bunch of years down the road, his copying was living pretty chill. It's not like he had them in prison. You know what I mean? It wasn't nah, like he was on, he, on he something like Jim Jones. Scarlet shit. Witch on them, on them. 
Nah, he, he nah, no, 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 no. The people in Scarlet Witch in the town were in pain and they were going psychotic. The people that were with Druig had nice, honest lives who otherwise, considering their country, might have been fucking like had to live in fear and violence. Okay, Think about okay. that for a second. Ah! Saying, yeah, they're living better. They're living better than yeah, the see? people. Look at that. <laughs> considering their country, what, what wasn't it? Weren't they living in the Amazons in Brazil? No? Yeah, in South America, in Brazil. So those people either could have like a comfortable life, you know, like in a commune, or have to deal with the issues of Brazil, which Bro, is man, crazy a... geopolitical shit. Like, are you like, wait, yeah, 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 Brazil's not leader. that bad? Nah, he's yeah, keeping yeah. those people just to live no, 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 no. selfishly and shit. Listen, just a peek into my head that pets. I side, I side with Druig. <laughs> Straight up, he should enslave us to all. <laughs> Before we keep going with the story. Very quickly, favorite eternal. Go. Ooh. Festos. Makari. Why? Hey. Chess. No, Festos. Yeah, but and why? Tell yeah. us, like. Oh, why? Oh, because um, ever since I was a little kid, I've always been into like a uh, Greek mythology. And for some reason, I've always really enjoyed the god Hephaestus. And that's clearly where they got that whole thing from. Like he that eternal inspired that lore and his power is dope. I've always liked the, you know, like the forges and the cyborg. Like I like the power of like smithing and like being, you know, like able to tinker and being clever. I've always appreciated that. It's dope. And also that because of him, yo, like countries try to force the hand of Disney and they were like, fuck out of here. We have so much money now that we can be autonomous and don't need your markets except China. Yeah, all right. reasons. All right, those oh. are good reasons. Yeah, because he was yeah, fucking he was dope. Yeah, he was dope. He was fucking dope. Like, he, yeah, and it was cool. Yeah, some I really, of the best dialogue, too. Yeah, he and, and I love, and also some of the coolest effects, because, like, seeing him use his powers yeah. to create shit. Like, I, there was a moment, I remember what, in the movie, I think towards the end, where, like, where he's sitting down and he's fucking building shit fast and grabbing and throw, kind of like, like what we've seen before with Iron Man do, right, with technology. But, like, the way that he was doing it, I forgot for a second. I'm like, yo, there's nothing there, you know, for the actor. You know? The actor is really just like, what? Yeah, right. That's a tennis ball. Yeah, but it's, like, fucking, like, <laughs> oh, like, so cool. And seeing him build all that kind of stuff. And so I thought that was fucking badass. Facts. Facts. What about you, guys? Um, what about you, Rod? Did you say? All right. I'm going to go say with... Icarus Metoxic. Nah, Athena. <laughs> she had the fewest lines and give a break know, on her story okay so she the eternals require like a mind reset when they get a new like mission right and like yeah. we've explained their mission is just to you know prime a planet for the birth of a celestial she has like a fractured mind because of these past lives. So every Billions once in a while, she goes like... full on rage mode and starts attacking the Eternals. And we have no idea why. Spoiler alert. It's because she's perhaps trying to save another civilization in the past that was about to be sacrificed to the Celestials, right? So like she has this inner conflict throughout the movie and, and, and she makes for cool fight scenes because her power is to manifest weaponry. Now, and one of the reasons why I love her is because, again, like I said, this is the Chinese Justice League. I felt like her Wonder Woman was better than Wonder Woman 1984. Like her, Props. her I story agree. is I better agree. than that whole fucking movie. And I'm yes. glad the director mentioned fucking Zack Snyder because this is how you make a, a Xena warrior princess character because these are this is the, the essence of what these characters are trying to get at. And I think Angelina Jolie, at least in the fight scenes, the drama, you know, it was whatever. 
but at least like the the ferocity of the character and she looks epic as fuck she looks Facts. like a fucking eternal yeah you know it's funny i was thinking that like one thing that kind of irked me about dina they made like the role a little bit easy for angelina jolie like the scenes where she didn't have lines she looks mad regal like it was just her being her there in a suit <laughs> like, like that was her being dina like that's yeah. it just getting but, paid just yes, paid up. like 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 and just give epic looks at people like and be forlorn and shit like it was mad acting like straight up but her story was crazy though facts yeah no honestly for me that would be a close second in terms of picking my favorite eternals from the movie my only issue was that that they i would have wanted more you know and I think it makes sense because, like, they're having Cersei's really the the main character with Icarus and Sprite, and and then Ajax in the flashbacks. That's the other main characters. Everybody else is kind of supporting. And if you have Angelina Jolie take the lead, then then she's the fucking lead, right? <laughs> then everybody else is like Word. on the side because every time she was on on in this in the fucking scene, she stole it, right? Because she's it's like tonal vision. She's amazing. She like the comparisons to Wonder Woman is like this is the kind of Wonder Woman we we deserve, man. Like because Angelina Jolie has everything. She's got the fucking acting skills, right? The acting chops plus the fucking. Uh, the intensity uh, the intensity the skill i believe that she's fucking cutting shit up and she's done action films in the past right so we know Bad. she can do action and and obviously she's fucking beautiful right and so they, mm. and with the blonde hair like it looks like yeah you are athena almost right because that's also the idea right that the idea for athena in the greek mythology comes from Athena, her in yeah. this marvel history so it's like yes you are a goddess my my only problem was that we i would have liked to have gotten more and because in the books one of the things where they de- de- deviate actually with no pun intended with the deviant is that, sh- is that that she's one of the ones that actually she ends up falling in love with the deviants the deviant oh. she, she has and actually so that main deviant that we see in the movie that just gets fucking killed at the end once once he achieves like you know yeah that was weird that's yeah. felt super underused that I, was one I, thing i didn't like the movie like so you inserted a plot device that you seem to be investing time into and then just brush it away oh my god and then i hate exactly because i hated that especially in the movie because in the movie i felt bad for him because he realizes, right? He's like, we're all being used by the Celestials. Like, yeah. like we could probably join forces. Like, and like, it's just, there's nothing wrong with them, right? They're, they were created this way and they're just trying to be like, I, I felt bad for the deviants, you know? And especially him that he was advancing, evolving. He has a long standing relationship with Athena in the comic book. Wow. Yeah. See, they missed that. Oh, come on. See, missed opportunities. Some it was flashbacks. A long movie yeah, 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 yeah long exactly. Are you arguing Give me another hour like... with more lore. Yo, <laughs> we watched the Snyder. Yo, I want a five hour Eternals <laughs> uncut movie. And I lore. think I'm, I would watch it. I think I'd watch it. Oh, what the fuck? I was not expecting that. <laughs> because not because maybe that's what the movie was lacking. Yeah, facts. Like, more, it's so big. It has, it's yeah. just so many characters. Exactly. Uh-huh. And, and without the familiarity, because we've had like team movies like X-Men and Avengers, but you, you come in there with some familiarity. I feel like like the director had a lot of heavy lifting to do. Yeah. And, and again, like I it was a great movie to go watch in the movie theater. But like compared to Shang-Chi, which came out just a few months ago, this was like a piece of shit. Like that movie Damn. was so fucking good. Now, I mean, relatively speaking, one, relatively speaking, yeah, relatively speaking, as a point, because it example, was better than Dune. I'll, I'll yeah, put it like, like that. What? 
I mean, damn. I, I, oddly enough, I okay. This is gonna sound crazy. I had more fun watching the Eternals, but I thought that Dune was a better movie because Dune okay. fed okay. me to get invested in the characters, and you know, like like I had to remember shit, and you have Momoa being epic, <laughs> like fuck, yo, like you know what I'm saying? Like it was dope, but it's like, but and it's Batista a time. Either. Yeah, OD. Yeah. Look, so I have to rewatch. And Josh, again. Josh Brolin and Oscar Isaac. Yo, the, come yeah, on, yo, they, they, yo yeah, that, yeah, shit is, many, that shit is that shit is Many best. alphas, yo, and and, and honestly, they come on, call the Tim- movie Alpha. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, he is an incredible fucking actor. Actually, like I'm, I'm a big fucking fan after seeing him in Dune. That's the main character. Yeah, yeah, how he's the main actor. Uh, he plays uh, what's his name? Like it's some very white name, like Patrick or no, Brian no, or uh, something like that. The the dude. Paul. Character. Paul, yeah, Paul. <laughs> Paul Atreides. Paul Atreides, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Paul Atreides, yeah. Uh, Which is uh, weird, like, mad fictional names, and, like, why is his name Paul? Paul. Exactly. Like, Atreides is not like, oh, that's cool, but then Paul. It's like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> is it spelled, like, P-A-U-L, or is yeah, it, like, yeah, P-O-L? Because I'm reading the book crazy. now, so it's just, like, yeah, it's just Paul. I can't even think of a crazy way to spell Paul. Like, <laughs> yeah. like... Actually, actually, just p- p- just to highlight that, actually, if you, if you guys have Netflix, I know Ra doesn't fucking have Netflix, but go watch The King in Netflix, which is like this period piece of like Henry the Fourth or whatever it was, played by Timothy Chalamet. Fucking incredible movie, and he's just an incredible actor. But he's anyway, Willy Wonka. Yeah, he's gonna be. Which all right, we'll see how that goes. It's gonna be an epic. The Wonka verse, yo. Facts. I, and I think this is a prequel though. Like the one with uh, this dude. What's his name? Uh, Depp? Depp? Depp. Yeah, I think that was a remake. This one is. Yeah, a yeah, prequel. yeah. Okay. So, a prequel to what? To Depp or the OG guy? Technically, since the one is a remake, it's basically a prequel to either. If you think about it, it probably have... like to the book or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, mm. I'm like it doesn't matter. The Wonka verse. Mm. Yeah, facts. Well, we Gene never Wilder. got is a sequel. Is Gene Wilder alive? No, Gene Wilder passed away a while. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. not uh, was, a little while ago, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I said, we can't have that movie. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but a comment to Dune, though, I, I, I was thinking, but it's what's different, though, with Dune and Eternals is that one Dune. Uh, uh, really, I felt I loved Dune. I fucking loved it. I thought it was sci-fi at its fucking best. It was a film because it's world building and everything that's happening there is for a reason, you know. So like every dialogue, everything matters. In Eternals, not everything matters. It's it's kind of it kind of just is to set the stage, but not really. I don't know. Like it's hard to describe. Like it doesn't matter. And at least, but with it with Dune. You go into it knowing, like, at least, you know, Dennis Villeneuve, like the director, went into it knowing that he's going to make another film. So he doesn't have to put the whole fucking story of the book in one film, you know, Facts, which would have been impossible, which exactly, which is what happened in the original, you know, yeah. uh, uh, 80s, I think, was was it uh, David Lynch? I think that they made the first uh, was it uh, who made the? I forgot that I forgot that this one is a remake, right? Well, well, it's not a remake. It's like it's based off the book, you know. So it's still like it's just a new version of the book. Oh movie. yeah, yeah. A remake. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. wait. So they're both based off the first book thus far. Yeah, but apparently no the... further exploration. Uh-huh. The exactly. Book. But apparently the 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 old school movie the ends with the ending of the fucking book, like the whole fucking thing. And this one really takes its time, and then you know, and 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 apparently Dune still is like six books or something. So so we'll Fuck. see. What happened? So with Eternals, I think it was just like a little bit. So I like Dune more than Eternals. 
but yeah, like I enjoyed them both, but I just felt very differently about them because with Eternals, it was like I'm trying to care about the characters, but like I it's like I they're right there's like they're so abstracted from the rest of the MCU because of the shit they deal with. It's like, okay, this is kind of just like a side story of the MCU. Right. In doing, I felt like, yo, there's no frivolous dialogue here. Just like you said, everything matters. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 for me, my my favorite Eternal, uh, I think I would have to go with Makari, actually, the speedster. I, I don't know mm. why. I just really loved her. I love the sign language part of it. Like, I don't know. I was just very intrigued by her. I also really liked her. <laughs> like, I think she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just very, like, I don't know. It was something I wanted more of. I hated that she kind of for a good chunk of the later half of the movie was just not there. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, I've, I've seen something, at least on social media, talking about like people saying that this is the best spe- on-screen speedster that we've ever seen. Thoughts? Can't hit on my boy Crank Custom like that, bro. Mm. It's, been, it's been years and years of speeding. Oh, now I'm going to give it to fucking uh, Days of Future Past Quicksilver. Yeah. Easily. Ooh, I go for Gustin, my man's. <laughs> Yep. So I was thinking that too, because then I heard some of those comments too. Exactly, like, come on, like, fucking Days of Future Past gave us the best fucking Quicksilver speedster scene. Um, but and I'm and I was thinking about Flash right now, the Justice League, right, the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. We got some dope ass, especially at the end, right, when Flash goes back to uh, you know reset fucking time. That looked dope as fuck, but. All those cool speedster scenes have been the slow mo scenes, right? So the those are fun slow motion, but like what we got with Makari, what I really loved was the action. We didn't get any slow motion Makari scene. It was all fucking Word. Fast, running, boom, boom, and punching and hitting. Never and noticed moving. that. And that looked really fucking cool. Like I don't think we've seen a speedster fighting like that really, other than maybe Grant Gustin a little bit. But <laughs> come on, yeah, Dude, we, that- no, we we did ass see um, Superman versus the Flash in this in this movie. Like yo. That's what I was yeah. thinking as I was watching the last fight, because that's the beauty of this of this movie and that it's a Justice League clone is that they a lot of the movies them fighting each other. Right. So you see Wonder Woman fight Superman, um, Athena fight uh, Icarus. You see these like showdowns take place. Which that, and that's what I really like. It's a good special effects, good fight scenes for the most part when they're fighting each other, at least. Facts. And a quick shout out to uh, what's his name? Uh, Kanuna Gianni on playing Kimu. He every scene that he was in, was Kingo, flawless. I think, right? Yeah, Kingo. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Kimo. Kingo. But yeah, like um, dude, every scene that he was in stole the show. But you see how like they had to use him to force in the fact that Sprite was in love with Icarus to justify her betrayal. Like that felt mad force. Like here, this way she's gonna betray the team. Say it real quick in this scene. All right, go with it. Let's keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it was so much info. Like they no. could have just made it that you know, like, like she wants to just be human. But no, she had to be in love with Icarus. Ooh. Icarus never loved her because she looks like a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like that felt extra. Oh, that's a beautiful fucking point. That's a great because you're right because that one makes us um tells us that you know you just have to trust them right because they've lived for thousands of years on earth and so sure maybe at some point they kingo noticed (laughs) sprite's attraction to icarus we never saw that but okay but you're right but what we did see we did see her uh, uh suffering about like 
fuck like i'm a kid i look like a kid always and and the dialogue she had with cersei about like you know you get to I, at some point she was complaining about it and it's like you're right like i think i would have believed it more that she did it just because she's tired of being a fucking kid for eternity you yeah. know you didn't I, I like, need the other part i like uh kirsten dunst and yo you read my fucking oh. i was literally just getting ready to say that yeah, i was holding it i'm like let me say it first God. Yes. Yo, good shit. <laughs> Damn. Shout yo, out to the OG Eternal Kid. Yo, we are film scholars connecting yo, dots at a community kids. college and shit. <laughs> We're just here Kirsten lecturing. Interview yo. with the Vampires, one of the greatest movies ever made. One of the greatest movies. Fuck yes. Facts. Way better than Rocky One. Yeah, and no, and in the books, that's actually no. something. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Yo, the first Rocky is oh like God. in the Congress vaults of whatever the fuck. They have like a registry of the best films. I, I bet you they don't even have Interview of the Vampire in that shit. I bet you they do. Like, like, Tom- yeah, they <laughs> check, check. They, 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 they might have. They but definitely Tom have Rocky. And Lace like that straight up. And Brad Pitt. Come on, man. Where are you? And Antonio Banderas. Oh, bro. come on, man. Bro. Yo, <laughs> literally, that might be the most handsome cast. Fuck Magic Mike and all that bullshit. You're talking about Tom Cruise in their prime. (laughs) Antonio Banderas and Brad Pitt. Yo, that is literally the fucking golden trilogy of handsome men. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. Damn. Shit. Oh, the National Film Registry, the Library of Congress. All right. Man, I respect the dedication. Yo, but, fans, go on YouTube. Nah, I ain't so seen, you can see. I ain't seen no interview. Let me see. They got the Rocky. <laughs> but they have to have Rocky. What's good? What's good? <laughs> they got to have Rocky. Watch it, watch it not be there. Straight up. They'll have some shit like Raging Bull. <laughs> with Nero. Hold up. Now, go ahead. Keep talking. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, but uh, I was just trolling when I said that. But fuck, dude. <laughs> The, the one was a no, yeah, yeah the, like the one thing I was gonna say about Sprite. So I wasn't that surprised about Sprite because she does do that. Sprite is known as betraying. Yeah, Rocky's on there very quick. Ah, ah. <laughs> that shit is important. Yo, the national fucking con- yeah, bro. Like, yo, Biden, man. Not inter- <laughs> Biden. <laughs> I don't know why he's involved. It wasn't on. It wasn't until Biden got on first day. Sign Rocky, bro. Not, yeah, I mean, in fact, let's be honest. Because if it if it would have been Trump, he would have told us that he put it on there oh, on yeah. Twitter. Exactly. He really just added Rocky to the National Film Registry like that, straight up. <laughs> but, <laughs> in the comics, though, is she in love with Icarus? No, I don't think so. Is actually, a, a male? Didn't you say it was? Is Sprite a he? Is no? Is in it the is... comics? Sprite's a girl confused? in the comics too. I think. You mean a woman? No, well, no, it's a girl because she's the river. She's like still, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. But she's also 5,000 years old with wisdom and experience. Is it? That's a woman. Fucking yo, the fans, I encourage you again, go on YouTube. So you we can are see these two scholars research. of the web <laughs> using live time purposefully. Oh, oh, apparently she was male before and then female. Because I'm looking at right now the, the wiki, baby Loki. Marvel, exactly like Marvel fandom wiki, and she was male at one point, probably at the beginning, and now it's been female. From I, from the books that I've read of the Eternals, 
which was primarily the Neil Gaiman run with John Romita Jr. illustrating. Sprite was a girl. And currently now the in the current run by Kieran Gillen and Esa Drivik, which I recommend, uh, it's all uh, she's also a girl. But maybe at some point, because because Chaz, what are you gonna say? No, 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 no. Um, um, I was just gonna. I was just thinking about how the fact that, aside from the fact that he pointed that out, I he has a point in his argument. But go ahead, we'll get into that later, because that's oh. the whole you know like the whole like awakening thing and. Right. So because th- that's the other thing that differs in the books, at least in the, that I'm excited to see if they do this in the sequel, because honestly, I'd like to see a sequel, especially when we get into this, uh, the after credit scenes, is that in the books, though, they die, though, they die and they come back to life, though, like kind of what we've talked about ah. before in the X-Men books uh, right now, as that they're doing with the Krakoa era, um, that they kind of defeated death. They the Eternals have been doing it for a while before where they die and they alluded to this in the in the movie with that they said that they, they're not from Olympia, right? They come from, I think they call it the machine or the world or something like Some that. Shit like that, like the World Forge, I think. Uh-huh, or the World like Forge. That. And that's in the comic books. That's like like a part of fucking Earth that the Celestials built or some shit like that. Oh shit. It's like this technological thing that whenever they die, then they just get like basically cloned or something and, and their essence is brought back to life. And like then, in Krakoa, exactly, just like they're doing it now with the X Men, and so that happens. God's nodding in agreement, like words. Facts. And then they they get mind wiped and that kind of stuff. So that happens often, uh, not too much, right? Because they are super powerful. Uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the movie with you know them dying. You know, does that happen? Do they then the? Because it sounds like the Celestials, Arishim specifically, controls that world forge thing whereas in the book yeah. it's really under the control of the eternals and so Yo, a which would have to have a lit character in it for me to give a fuck like they'd have to make it like really appealing to watch somehow because i think this shit is a if, if you had to miss a marvel movie this would be the one what? damn no. now you bugging i wouldn't say that Bro, I see you, can miss, as fuck. you can miss any of the ant-mans you're gonna pay twenty dollars to hear Mahershala Ali say some shit for two seconds, dude. Oh. I paid I pay twenty dollars so alert. I can meet the Celestials and like be taken on an Who epic lame? ride. Now you what? I mean, also, how ambitious could they have gotten with a being that big? What do you mean it was lame? Like, like he was like the voice of like beyond God. Like the explanation <laughs> that shit was mad trippy, dude. I mean, the concept, yeah, is... is the huge. Celestial was valid. Like, they, okay, how about you, Miguel? Bruh. You think they pulled it off or not when it came to Yo, I, that's the thing I love the most about this Thank movie. Thank you. The Celestials, they, they did it well because, as you've heard in prior episodes, if you haven't listened, one of my biggest issues with Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is that they met Ego, a Celestial, when fuck no, Ego is not a Celestial in the fucking comic books. And it doesn't make sense with what we... Especially now, as what we saw yeah. now... That is not Ego's power set, man. Like the fucking what we saw. And apparently they've made some comments that maybe in the next Guardians of the Galaxy film, we'll get some information more clarified about that, that maybe Ego was lying or something, calling himself a Celestial, which I would be fine with that. Come on. Like Ego's powerful, but he's not a fucking Celestial, man. And and they showed, I think, 
the hugeness and epicness of the Celestials very well. But wasn't movie. he doing something similar, like planting himself on planets? No, no, but that was for him, though. They're creating the cosmos. Maybe he's like itself. a selfish Celestial. That, that's actually a good take on it. I'll take that fans. You could go on YouTube and watch me point at the camera because I'm agreeing mm -hmm. with Rod. That's, but the, that's the, actually but, a good take on that. But one of the big things with the Celestials is also their look, though. You know, they all look fucking like these epic space gods. Goliath is better be lit. They better come back with Goliath. Which we all saw the um like the what was it that like the homage to Galactus in a way, like when they showed the frame of Arisham, which is like I take them as like we're sorry about the big cloud from Fantastic Four 2. Like we apologize. They don't gotta apologize for that. That was Fox or some bullshit. No, 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 their studio. No, apologize. No, I, apologize yeah, for us. Facts. Yeah, they should apologize for actually being able to give away their characters like that and allowing that shit to be done. True. Okay. Which is yeah, you see? Okay, now. I, oh, yeah, okay. what? No, but look, like, I'm thinking in terms of a sequel, something that hopefully might get you excited for a potential sequel, which I don't think they might do, but we'll see. Because like, at least in the comic books right now, this is fucking this week spoilers from this current book of, of the Eternals that happened right now. Who do you guys think is the current prime Eternal uh, uh, who just became got nominated and won uh, to become the next ruler are, of the are Eternals? Are they in the movie? Well, uh, no, but they are part of the MCU or were, were a part of the MCU. Damn. Fuck, that's crazy. Thor? Motherfucking Thanos. Yes. Is... It, the Eternal Prime, the Prime Eternal. I don't remember. I forgot what's the direction of that. Because so then that ties to the after credit scene, the on first Earth? one. Yes, on Earth. So that ties to the after credit scene because at the end of that movie, before the 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 you know Black Knight Blade scene, which we'll get into, is that we see Star Fox Eros appear with Pip, played voice by Patton Oswalt, and Pip uh, and and Star Fox played by uh, Harry Styles. Yeah, appear and he says he's like my brother is Thanos, so Thanos is a fucking eternal, and so to see them explore that in a second movie now that we have this kind of lore a little bit more established and if they have the resurrection stuff connected and if it connects the uh, bringing Thanos back in some capacity, I would be down to fucking see that. Which would explain why they didn't interfere. Because, like, okay, I didn't really get that line until now. Thanos wasn't exactly a deviant. He was an eternal doing some crazy shit. Therefore, they couldn't jump in because he's not exactly a deviant. If Thanos was a deviant, they would have interfered yeah. in the snap. Since he's an eternal, which is, damn, talk about fucking sticking to your code. What Yo, the fuck? But the That's crazy. But what's what's interesting about that in the movie, we don't know if they know that Thanos is an eternal, right? Because I, 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 because so, all right. It's layered. Comic book <laughs> history a little bit here. So <laughs> per the books, the way it works, so the Celestials made the Eternals and the, the history goes, which has been retconned. So this is all pretty much also Jack Kirby's creation, though, eh? which is exciting because a lot of the other stuff has been Stanley and Jack Kirby, oh, Stanley word. and Good Steve Ditko. This was Jack Kirby, man. This Good was point. his fucking vision for, like, gods and connecting it to the ancient history of mankind. And, like, Do you really think Kirby would have been able to handle this movie? I Do you think, think he ate mushrooms? Yo, 100%. 
Yeah, I feel like comic book writers are tapped into some weird esoteric Cor- knowledge facts. of the galaxy, mm-hmm. whether through substances or because they're born that way. I'd say interdimensional. Because notice how like the, the stories start to sound similar in sci-fi as you go forward in time. Like, you know oh yeah. I mean? yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. No, no, no. I and, and I just <laughs> I just recently started reading actually Jack Kirby's original run. And Damn. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, this guy was on something, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you got to do. So, but the idea of the history quickly is that, so the first prime eternal was Kronos and they had, they had established a colony on earth called uh, Titanos, <laughs> Titanus or something like that. Okay. And apparently there was a civil war between Kronos and uh, Uranus. <laughs> and then there was a civil war. Kronos won. Uranus was like, fuck all you guys. I'm going to go to, well, Uranus, right? And then so left Earth and then eventually established a colony uh, in Titan, actually, I think, a part of them. The moon. Uh, uh, in Saturn's moon, Titan, exactly. And on Earth, we, we stayed with Kronos, but then Kronos went crazy or some shit and fucked shit up and then died. And then basically then it was between him and two, his two sons to lead the Eternals. And the two sons, which that's actually one of the big differences in the in the movie, is that the leader of the Eternals isn't Ajak, as it was, you know, in the movie by Salma Hayek. It's a character called Suras. He's the leader of the Eternals. It, and it's this white dude with long hair and a beard, like Odin-like type of character. And so in the books, uh, 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 Suras wins the election or something, and he becomes Eternal Prime on Earth. But then a lot of Eternals were like, yo, fuck that guy. We don't like them. And they go with his brother. Alors, who is takes on the name Mentor before, so I don't know if people may know by that this point. That sounds familiar. Who then Mentor goes to Titan. He's like, fuck Earth, let me go to Saturn, check out the other Eternals that left a while ago, who apparently most of them died on some crazy cosmic catastrophic thing. And then Mentor creates, takes his Eternals and goes to Titan. And because he's all about like fuck these celestials, I want to do our own thing, and we have to create our own type of uh, way of living and that kind of stuff. And so, mentor with a uh, Uranus, uh, uh, a celestial, a Suisan, have two kids, which is Thanos and fucking Eros, who's Starfire. Damn. But Thanos, and then there were scientists and stuff like. That, so I don't remember exactly if they forced this or it was just a genetic. Uh, uh, abnormality, but Thanos is born with a deviant gene, which makes him the way he looks with the chin and that kind of stuff. And also, I guess like they, that's how they explain his propensity for full-on evil, yeah. right? Because then Thanos kills everyone on Titan, kills his mom, kills everybody, fucking he's every except Starface, except his brother. And I don't think I don't remember if he killed his dad or not. But so then. That's one offshoot of the Eternals that we are yet to explore, which I do think we see in the movie with with Star Fox appearing and kind of explaining, introducing himself. And with all the Eternals that we've seen that they were mind wiped. I'm sure there's this whole other probably were Eternals that awoke from the fucking, you know, shit that they were doing to the Celestials from before. And they're like, nah, nah, we separate from the Celestials. We have a colony on Titan. Uh, you know, she should join us. And I would like to see them explore that kind of cosmic universe. Because then the other Eternals that we know that were seen in the film are the ones that stayed on Earth with with uh, uh, Suras. And then even that gets complicated, actually, because there's different colonies on fucking Earth. There's like then they've made Olympia and then there's like 
Polar, Polaria, or something like that. You and it's it gets complicated, but but they're all Earth Eternals, and then there's Titan Eternals as well. Dude, they can fucking pull on that shit forever. That shit Fuck is so rich that. and weird. Nah. Yo, go Fuck go it. read the comic. I mean, if you're completist like most of us are at this point, yeah, you got to watch Eternals. Wait for it on Disney Plus or some shit. But yeah, no, but this sounds dope, like the comic books. But I think even those didn't really catch fire. This is, again, Marvel really digging deep into their, their back issue bins to pull out some movies. There are hits and misses. You get a Shang-Chi every once in a while and you get an Eternals every once in a while. No, and that's a very good point because I've been thinking about it, for instance, comparing it to Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Because like when they made Guardians of the Galaxy, like nobody knew who the fuck they were other than comic book fans, though, right? Because the opposite of the Eternals is that the Guardians of the Galaxy had a good comic book run, you know, like uh, the original 80s comics um, is not the same as what we're seeing in, in the movies, but we got the Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning run that was fucking successful. It was a great fucking run, and we, we got con- continual com- comic books, but people didn't fucking know. With the Eternals, that wasn't been the case. Like, Eternals has had, yeah, like a few runs, short series or mini series kind of things then you know and but they're not necessarily like critically acclaimed like the best yeah. fucking you know they haven't really had a long long series and so i think that's why we see the movie not being such a hit because it's like well the book wasn't such a hit to begin with you know like it's the idea there is kind of cool like the idea of the celestials and the eternals but like as its own kind of thing i don't know i mean I'm pretty sure they could like put like not go balls deep like that, but they couldn't like do certain small projects or pull certain things from it as needed. I wanted to ask you guys about the elephant in the room. So the entire movie is about the fact that they're trying to stop a new celestial Tiamat from being born and killing everyone on Earth. Now, considering what the celestials do, do you guys agree with the Eternals? stopping the celestial from being born or should the new celestial be born and continue to make new planets in other words do you guys agree with kingu and icarus right? and icarus but I, like icarus is like damn bro like you killed ajax it took a little far kingu that- was like yo i'm right but like i'm out I kind of like that though, right? Because I like that because that felt like the whole religious tone to it, right? About people believe about religion that kind of way, right? That yeah, facts. Some people believe in their gods and their myths and their beliefs so much that they're willing to kill for it. Well, I mean, we're, is this more like a duty than a religion even? One but can argue. You got to think about fucking like the, the crusades, you know, and like and also right now with, Damn. you know, terrorism and stuff like that, that people are doing it from their belief, you know. So I felt Icarus was getting to that point. They're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to just yeah, do it. And and then Kingo was more like, I know that's not OK, but fuck it. Like, this is what I believe. I I, I like a little bit that pool, but but no, I, I don't because I because I, fuck God. I, I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Think, no, All right, Jason Aaron. No, 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 no. Come on. Jesus Christ. Because why am I supposed to trust that they know what's right? (laughs) Fuck that shit. Yeah, that'd be trippy as fuck. Like, if if they succeed, it's Celestial's born. (laughs) Fast forward to the next, like, civilization. That's, like, some next level. It's Dune. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So you you don't agree either? They should have stopped the Celestial? No, I agree that they should stop the Celestial. Right. 
I, okay, so I'm the only person I actually disagree. They should have let the like the celestial Dang. support. It serves you know, could, a purpose. Because like, like in DC, like Earth, like is very special for some reason, and it's at yeah. the center of everything epic that happens in the in the entire universe and in the multiverse. So if you destroy this one planet, who knows what happens next? Mephisto, yeah. that's what happens. But, yeah. And and that's what I that's what that's, and, <laughs> no, and that's what I love about Ajax's reason for not for stopping for trying to stop this. Right, you know that's why Icarus kills her because falls in love. Wait, Ajax falls in love with yeah him? with humanity. Like like that even she was like I love them. Like they've changed well, me. Sort of, but she, no, fa but she, she falls in love with humanity. Nah, sort of, but she was mostly impressed by like she said it straight up. She's like, look. Thanos killed half of life in the fucking whole universe, all of existence, and they, with a snap of a finger, brought them back. You know, so she's like, these people are a fucking special, right? Like, like, oh my god, like humans, regular fucking humans, just fucking tried and did it. And so I can see her being like, no, yeah, let's let's keep these people around because you don't know what's gonna happen. Damn, damn. I'm one of three. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> TMS should have been born so the cosmos can continue. <laughs> Straight up. I want to try to stop you. All right, now, before we go, what do you guys rate the movie? I give it a solid 7.5. Cuz it was ambitious. Like it was meh, but like it was a good movie I felt. I, I I agree. You know what? I'm actually I'm gonna give it a 7.52 just because like as much as like after the movie, I'm liking it more and thinking about it more, but I can't like I can't ignore that when I was there, because we all went to the movies, we were at this comfy ass movie theater at the AMC Magic Johnson yes. in Harlem. And or, comfy ass seats. seats, yo, rumbling seats, great sound, great screen. I got my fucking popcorn, fucking, you know, it's Me soda. and Chess had edibles. Facts. And, and then I finished Miguel's popcorn. Yeah. And before that, I went to Krispy Kreme. It was lit. It, it was great. And I got bored. I remember like at like halfway through the movie, I was just like, I don't care. Like, I just I was like, yeah, OK, whatever. And. And I'm like, I can't, <laughs> it was I, exhausting. I, can't, I can't ignore that. Right. Like as much as I love the world building, I kind of like the potential of what may happen next. Actually, like for instance, like I'm thinking about it the same way as Loki, like I, I Loki for me was like, whatever. Like what, what was exciting about Loki, Loki is, was dope. Ah, Loki, yeah, Loki was, was whatever, dope. man. Like Loki, Loki's cool because of what's going to happen next. Like, and it was it cool was because Tom Hiddleston, Tom Fuck no. <laughs> I give uh, it a six. Also, oh, that's valid though. It's no, but that's, that's your that's your lowest. You don't <laughs> score anything low, bro. Like, uh, wow. Yeah. And also, I, I felt even before going walking into the movie theater that it was like cheap, like cheap metas. I feel like it's but, they introduced like like whatever eight new metas into the MCU, and I feel like it's a very like a cheap introduction. I feel like a lot of these characters have a lot of history and they're developed throughout like the, the MCU films. And but now you have a Superman out of nowhere. Now you have a Wonder Woman out of nowhere. Like it's it's cool to see. And also Marvel Studios, you guys are bullies for for doing DC stuff before DC has a chance to get their shit together. <laughs> they're like, yo, or, let's just, just own capitals? it all. Let's own it all. Nah. What do you what do you mean before they had a chance to get together? Like I felt that this was the most DC film. Like 
DC's done Justice League, two Justice League films already. They did a Batman versus Superman where we got fucking like Wonder Woman introduced. Like, no, they've done it. They've yeah, tried BBS and they count, failed. They've all they failed. I and think so- Zack Snyder's Justice League is a way better movie than The Eternals. So mm. I'm, I'm gonna I give mean, it a six. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that too. I'll yeah, give I'll give you that too. Yeah, because Shit. like even actually even on on top of that, because yeah, like what Zack Snyder was what four hours right. And yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't bored throughout the four hours, you know, like I was fucking really in it, you know, and the Yo, Eternals word. was like at some point I, I was like, ah, yeah, come there on, you go. Come that's on. a really good point. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I, I don't remember getting like the little like dragged expositiony part of Justice League. I don't even like it was kind of cool because when they were like describing like the past, like the, the dark side fight. And shit like that in the past, like it was yeah. still kind of you know interesting. Whereas this right. one, not so much. Facts, which brings us to a seven. Which there you go. That seems yeah, about bad. right. That's bad. Yeah, that's but, it. On that note, that shit was fucking dope. We're gonna yep. see we go. But then, what do you guys think about we heard Blade's voice at the end? <laughs> Just Blade's voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Facts in the end credit scenes, Kit Harrington touches that or is about to touch the ebony blade and we hear marshall ali or well we thought we think but we're no, pretty sure it is it's confirmed no chloe yeah. sang confirmed and like it's yeah it's it's a yeah. done deal it we is got blade, blade yeah. which is fucking dope like that shit was like a concentrate of nitrous <laughs> like it was like it was a little bit it was like it was like a drop that's enough to like explode your apartment but not the building type shit like like fuck but yeah damn can't wait can't wait for that shit and can't wait to see until I see the other Eternals in another movie somewhere. Fuck, that shit was awesome. Yeah, very excited about Blade. An example of bringing a very obscure character from the Marvel back issue bins into a cinematic movie and making it interesting, Word. unlike this one. And I'm uh, glad. But 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 I will I I would say that I wasn't the, defend though fuck out of the Eternals. No 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 well no but not as you defend but I would say the Eternals are way more obscure than Blade though. Come on Blade. Yeah is, you I'll give Blade you that. has had more long comic way more runs. people know who Blade is. You know he's been on the Midnight Suns. He's been on with you know he's okay. in the Avengers. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's way more. Yeah. And come on and Wesley sure. Snipes. Come on we got yeah, we got facts. fucking epic trilogy. Well not. No epic, but I mean not. like I mean like at, at when the movie's released. How much did the average moviegoer know about Blade? I think his only appearance to that, like to like general people, was like in the Spider-Man cartoon for like and Wesley Snipes. I mean, right. but, no, I mean like what? before that movie was released, it was like just like a, a an obscure comic book character. Nobody oh. knew the fuck. Blade oh, before was. Wesley Snipes. Oh like, yeah, you mean right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he actually redefined the role. Like right. he he yeah yeah took it in a whole other direction. But anyway. Nice. Right, right, but that's, that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. Right, right. episode. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll do a Blade, Blade episode. We should rewatch we the We definitely films, right? will all day. Right, right, right. right. folks, and, this is and Chaz. Yo, and this is Miguel. And I'll say, like, you know, regardless of how you felt about the movies, I would say go read the Eternals book that's ongoing right now by Kieran Gillen and Esad Rivik, which I just said Thanos has become the prime Eternal. And another spoiler alert, just to say, just make it interesting. I was saying the Eternals, when they die and then, they're just brought back to life. Apparently, every time they do it, a human dies. <laughs> Fuck. And so that's another big shock for the Eternals. And now they're like, "Fuck it, we won't do that anymore." And so it's a good book. I think this is finally a, a very good, consistent Eternals book. So I recommend that. Yo soy Miguel. Go read that shit, people. Deuces. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. 
click subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at legiononzoom.